everyone's all mad at Mike Tomlin for not saying what they wanted him to say at the press conference yesterday. But guess what? Maybe he did. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates in the same place that you found this. The entirety of the Tomlin session, all 20-plus minutes of it, could have been condensed to this simple response when asked if he's considering changing either the coaches or the play calling related to the offense. Not at this juncture, no. Wow, really? Really? How did this not make a bigger impact, at least for my ability to gauge such things, on the fan base? How did more people not take this answer and go, whoa, there are countless ways he could have dismissed the question? There are countless ways he could have just avoided it. He didn't do that. He said not at this juncture. No. So let me try a loose translation on that. This is just all to be put inside brackets, right? This is from what Tomlin actually said to what I think he might have been saying. I appreciate the purpose of the question. I appreciate what's behind the question because I, too, like all other sentient beings, recognize that this offense is a complete catastrophe. And, as such, so is the coordinator, and so is his play calling. I, too, feel that he's worthy of a firing. I am considering this firing. I could be considering it even more in the near future. Think that might have caused some waves? Yeah, maybe just because he would have used sentient beings, which is weird. But you get the point. He could have said, in contrast, no. That's it. He could have said, he does, he does that all the time. When there's a question that he wants no part of, that he doesn't think he has anything to gain from, he will just give you a flat out no and create the awkward pause on purpose that follows it just as a sort of punctuation. He elected not to do that. This man is prepared when he goes into the restroom for what he's about to do in there. There's no way he wasn't prepared when he walked into this press conference setting for that question or something in that question's family. He got it, and that's what he gave back. Could he be sending a message of dissatisfaction to Canada, to the offense? I don't care. I don't care. He still doesn't have to answer it the way he did. Can I keep going in the brackets? Yeah? All right. In the brackets now. We've got a game this week against Baltimore, People, do they not equip you media types with a schedule? We're playing the Ravens on Sunday. We have to be able to utilize the playbook that's at hand, and this guy's running it, and we need the only person on the planet equipped 
to run that specific playbook for this specific game. But your schedule, assuming you have one, will also show that we have a bye week after that. And we have two weeks in which we can have other people, meaning Glenn Thomas, meaning Mike Sullivan, figure out some kind of path toward calling those plays themselves. End bracket. Uh Uh-huh. Look, I don't want to get anybody's hopes up. I'm not here to do that. I will reiterate what I told you guys from Houston. I will reiterate what I told you guys from Las Vegas. I do not believe that this head coach or this owner, and those are really the only two people who could be doing this, are going to get rid of someone in midstream. If they do, it'll be in an out-of-sight kind of way. He'll stay employed. They'll continue their magical, mystical integrity tour of never firing anybody while at the same time having someone else do the play calling. But, but, fast forward a little bit here. These are the Ravens coming to town. And if the Ravens were to just steamroll the Steelers, and I'm talking about their defense versus the Pittsburgh offense, regardless of whether it's Kenny Pickett or Mitch Trubisky at quarterback, it's the same offense, it's the same coordinator, it's the same running game. And if the Steelers were to get absolutely nowhere, and you're going to see now the entire pre-bi-week schedule have an offense that's looked like crap all five games. I mean, you know, there does come a point. There does come a breaking point, one would think. And maybe, maybe, maybe this coach already has that scoped out. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. The law firm of Edgar Snyder & Associates has joined forces with Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett to make a difference in the community. They're supporting Connecting Champions, a local charity that asks pediatric cancer patients, what's your passion, and connects them to mentors who give these young patients an identity outside of their diagnosis. You can learn more about what Edgar Snyder and Associates and Kenny Pickett are doing in the community by visiting edgarsnyder.com slash giving back. Again, that's edgarsnyder.com slash giving back. Today's J1Q comes from Chris, who says, Hey, DK, what is Omar Khan's role in the debacle that is the 2023 Steelers beyond player acquisition? Would he have any role in forcing Matt Canada out or pushing for Art Rooney or Mike Tomlin to do so? And when it comes to the offseason, assuming we finally rid ourselves of Canada by then, will he have control in selecting the new 
offensive coordinator given Tomlin's long-standing inability to select high-end coordinators, or could he even make a change in the head coach if necessary? Chris, you asked about a hundred questions there. I'm going to answer it this way, and you won't like the first part of the answer. One is there's a lot of reaction that's coming this way right now, and I'm seeing, hearing, and reading it elsewhere as well, that is, well, it's not Canada. It's now Tomlin. It's not Tomlin. It's now Rooney. It's not because everyone already heard no from mom, so they're going to ask dad the same question, hoping for a different answer, okay? That's actually what's going on here. Tomlin yesterday told everyone no, so everyone went running to dad. Rooney's not going to do anything. He's just not. Not midseason. There's no precedent for it. He's not going to do something against his head coach's will in midseason. I think he could and should, but I don't believe that he will. Omar's just not there. And I think that's, in general, what you're asking more than anything else here is how much authority does he have? How much independent pull does he have? And the truth is, it's not much. In this structure, in this culture that began, by the way, with Bill Cower really making it a strong position when other teams were uh, hiring GMs with great authority around the NFL, the Steelers still had a player personnel director in Tom Donahoe, and eventually that came to a head and got uncomfortable, some of you will recall. Kevin Colbert became the general manager in somewhat the same setting that he and Tomlin became trusted partners, mutually trusting of each other. And now we've got a whole new cast of characters, a whole new chemistry. And Omar takes the job after having been in a subservient role for a lot of years, including around Tomlin. So it's not going to be... Something where Omar can just say, hey, I'm the boss around here. I I don't get that sense at all. If you want to be mad at somebody for having Matt Canada still today being the offensive coordinator, you don't have to get creative here. The head coach is the one keeping him employed. There is no doubt in my mind about this. That's not to say Rooney couldn't do it. Again, that's not to say that Omar couldn't make a stink about it. Again, but the foundation of this is that mom said no, and mom continues to say no, and no one's feeling particularly comfortable challenging mom's authority, and they really shouldn't do that in any family setting. When we come back with another episode tomorrow, we'll have updates on Kenny Pickett and a whole lot more. And we'll be setting things up for what should be just an extraordinary press gathering with Canada on Thursday. Let's do it again tomorrow, everybody.